0: Look what you made me do. Look what I made for you. His name is Old Man, Old Man Way. I live by A girl. I die by the foot. Old Man, Old
1: Man Way, Old Man. I'm about to do something terrible. Old Man, Old Man Way, Old Man.
0: Old, Oh! old man, Old Man Nope, not doing this. We're not doing this. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Point Old Man. Old Man. So Brandon was the only one here who was bold enough to actually go see The Flash. And I was going to, yo, let me tell you, I told my wife I wanted to go see it. And Valkyrie's like, yeah, we can go see it. We can go see it. And every time it happens, I'm like, eh. (laughs) Like, like, I want to go, like, yo, I want to go see it. But if I'm being completely honest, I only want to see it for Supergirl. Like, I've seen Michael Keaton's Batman. Like, you know what I mean? I can turn on Max and see, and see Michael Keaton as Batman. I don't give a shit enough. You know what I mean? But, like, it's in, like, I almost called him Idris Elba. But um, Ezra Miller is not enough of a draw for me to be like, yo, I want to go see this. And I love Ben Affleck as Batman, but I'm like, I don't give a shit enough to, like, go see it. I'm like, all right, it'll be on Max in, like, the month. Oh, I'll wait. So is it is it okay
2: if I spoil something, or do y'all care?
1: I don't care. No, I I, I spoiled I spoiled it. I, I I was so not interested in this movie after the initial reviews came in. And keep in mind, I don't pay attention to reviews, but with DC movies, they they're so consistently bad that I can wa- I can listen to the reviews and read the reviews now and and pretty much assume that it's going to be making the same mistakes that every other DC movie made. So I spoiled it for myself because I didn't care at a certain point. But go read right it.
0: Yeah, okay, I don't care so first... because like I've I told somebody like it was funny. I made a joke. Shout out to Just Greg because um I, I I've been waiting to talk about this because he told me something <laughs> that I already knew about and I was fucking with him and told him like, oh thanks for spoiling it. <laughs> That's what he is. He's probably gonna like um, t- um text me a middle finger because I already knew about it. But like <laughs> I was looking up spoilers. I don't give a flying fuck about this movie. I've heard about fucking Nicholas Cage. I've heard about um. George Clooney, I don't care about this movie at all. I like, okay. I started I started watching Shazam and I was like, this shit is ass and I'm turning it off.
2: Oh no, that's awful. So The Flash is not a bad movie. I will say that up front. It's not a bad movie. It's not a good movie. It's, it's <laughs> definitely not a good movie, but it's not a bad movie. It's not BVS. It's not the first Suicide Squad. It's not Wonder Woman 84. Like, it's not a, ba- it's not a bad movie it 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 does some weird well first of all Ezra Miller's portrayal of Barry Allen is just so weird to me to see that especially when i saw the flash and like the flash tv show had a lot of issues sometimes in later seasons but grant gustin as the flash was never a problem he was been fantastic throughout the entire time but one interesting thing in the movie though is so they do flashpoint right they never show you who killed Barry's mom. So, so, so
0: for, for the people who don't know, explain what Flashpoint actually is.
2: So Flashpoint is basically Barry's mom's died, was killed. We find out that it was the reverse Flash who did it to kick off. And Barry decides to go back and stop him. When he goes back and stops him, it creates this whole alternate timeline where it's
1: a bunch of crazy Randy, shit. Can I, Wonder- Randy, can I... Can I stop you for one second? Can we just say yeah. the Reverse Flash is not an alternate version of Barry Allen? Yeah.
0: So and 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 like people can say all they want that like um the Reverse Flash caused it. So yes, Reverse Flash is the reason why Barry Allen went back in time. But Barry Allen is actually the yes. song of of um uh Flashpoint. Excuse me.
2: So in this movie, they show Barry as a kid. They do a flashback, and <laughs> and they just show they just show Barry up in his room, and his mom screams, oh! and then his dad's down at the door, and he runs <laughs> downstairs, and his dad's in the house, and they just and his mom's dead, and they call the cops, and you know his and dad his gets framed dead. for it, right? But you don't ever see reverse. You don't. So if you never knew that story, you would have no idea that reverse flash killed his mama. And so, on top of that, how they... is so, the reason why I bring that up is because in Flashpoint, like, he, he goes back in the comic books and in the TV show, by the way, he goes back and he stops the reverse Flash from killing his mama, right? In this episode, <laughs> what he does is... His dad would have never, they basically say, like, the reason why his mom got killed is because his dad wasn't there. The reason why his dad wasn't there is because his mom forgot to get some tomatoes,
1: canned tomatoes
2: from the grocery store. (laughs) So what he does is he goes back in time to the grocery store where his mom was in the grocery store and puts a can of tomatoes in her cart so that she doesn't forget them. And in that way, his dad never leaves the house. She never gets killed. And then that's what kicks off Flashpoint in the in the movie, right? That's such a stupid reason to do it. But, like,
1: why would they? Why? Why? Like, why? Why? Like, why? I, I'm sorry. One more why? Okay, sorry. Go ahead.
0: Yo, yeah, this One is, thing I did yo, want hold to, on. Hold on. So, can, can I just say, does it get dumber from here? Because this sounds fucking stupid.
2: Um. The, well, you, you get two versions of Barry with each other because Barry's running back in time and he gets knocked out of the timeline and. He meets his other version of himself. And that's why you see two berries in the in the trail or whatever. It's not that stupid. Michael Keaton is fantastic. He's Michael Keaton. Fucking movie.
0: But he's Michael. He's fucking,
2: he was fucking eating up scenery. He was fan. At one point, he's like in the Batcave and he has hair down. Like he's like disheveled Batman. He's got long ass hair. He's fucking, he's fucking great the entire movie. Sasha Cal, I think that's how you say her name it's great as Supergirl. I hope they pick her for the James Gunn uh, movie, Supergirl
0: just to tomorrow. She, just want to point out that she's from Massachusetts. Oh, so is well. she? She
2: is. She's she's fantastic in this film as well, although she only, she's only in the movie for like 20, 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Yeah, but she's great when she's in there. Um, so, okay, this is what I really want to talk about because I don't want to take up all the time. So, you both probably have heard about the George Clooney thing, right? But here's the interesting thing about the George Clooney thing. So, when they first showed this movie, like for screeners, for like um, it was like like at some festival, right? When they first showed the movie, or when they were doing like early screeners, like you know when they do test screeners of the movie, yeah. when they first showed the movie, it had uh, Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne at the end. Of, so at, basically, at the end of the movie, right after he resets the timeline, well, he thinks he resets the timeline, but he still fucks with one little thing because. Instead of saving his mom, what he does do this time is,
0: his dad was in the grocery store, right? He's you not know his dad's frank for the murder of his uh, yo, mom, th- right? Yo, let me just tell people listening: when you hear what when you hear what's about to happen, this is going to be the among the dumbest things you've ever heard. So, in the normal timeline, he has this hearing, and they think
2: they have this footage to prove that he didn't do it. That Bruce rain Bruce Wayne uh, Ben Affleck unscrambles, and it's like a camera security footage in the grocery store, but the whole time the tomatoes are on the bottom shelf. So his dad's head is like this, like down, looking down. So the security camera, and he has a hat on, so the security camera doesn't see his face. So they can't verify that it's actually him, even though it's him. So when Barry resets the timeline to make sure that his mom dies, what he actually does is he moves all the tomato cans to the top shelf. So that way his dad is looking up when he's grabbing a tomato can in the grocery store, So his face is on camera and he gets off, right? So that did change the timeline, but it had other changes. And so at the end of the movie, when he's leaving the the jail, when he's leaving the courtroom after his dad gets out, Bruce Wayne pulls up, right? And so way back when they were doing test screeners, it was Michael Keaton, right? Then when they were doing the first real screeners, like when the movie was actually fully done, it was, and they were showing at festivals and stuff, they just shot Bruce Wayne from the waist waist down, like the chest down. Remember like, Shiz- like Superman in the first Shazam movie? Yeah. Just shooting from the, the chest down? That's how they shot Bruce Wayne in all the screeners. And then in the real movie, though, that actually came out, it was George Clooney. Now, there's a theory. There's a theory. And I, this is where I wanted to get to. I know took a little bit convoluted, but this is where I wanted to get to for the show to get y'all opinions. There's a theory because James Gunn's new Batman movie, *The Brave and the Bold*, he said two things about Bat. He said two things about that movie. He said Batman is going to be older, with a child. Obviously, Damien's going to be in there, and he said it's going to be a lighter take on Batman. It's not going to be the dark, brooding loner Batman that I tired of seeing in movies. So that's what James Gunn said about *The Brave and the Bold*. Those are the two things he said. So there's a theory. That they're going to actually use this to bring George Clooney back as Bruce Wayne.
0: Uh, uh, you want to, well, you, you want to take this, or should I?
1: So the whole point of Flashpoint was <laughs> showing the consequences of changing the timeline. Right, it screws <laughs> everything up. Yes. So we end the movie by having Barry Allen change the timeline yes yes that makes that makes sense to who like this is this is the problem with dc movies right like casting castings never been the issue like like of course every the the, the the uh who they had for bat uh super superwoman was great supergirl was great you know michael keaton was great you, you know even ezra miller as toxic and whatever he is in real life you know, I, I would rather the CW version of The Flash, but Ezra Miller's fine, right? Great casting. Um, I'll, I'll get to the George Clooney thing a little bit after that, but that's not the problem with DC movies. The problem with DC movies is that they are entirely stupid, right? Boring, yes. right? They take great concepts and they just like, and again, it's a movie. It doesn't have to totally follow the the yep. the source material but at least be consistent from the beginning to the end of the movie like there's no consistency within the movies themselves right like it it, it just doesn't make sense it's like they're just they're just they're just throwing shit at the wall and and, and whatever whatever Javi, that.
2: it's worse than that it's worse than that because the the point of the movie they were trying to tell you is that like so barry meets his old his younger self when he meets the other version of barry's 18 years old Right, It's like the day he gets, it's like a week or something before he gets his powers, uh, right? And our Barry, like the Ezra Barry that we've known, you know, has been that weird, annoying Barry that we saw in BVS and Justice League and all that stuff. And he's hanging out with his younger Barry, who's like that, but even more because he's younger. And he's like, oh, I see what everybody says about me. I need to be better. And it's like the whole movie is about him learning like how to make good choices and not be annoying and not do super things. And then when he comes back, he moves the can, he moves the tomato can so that it changes the timeline.
1: It's so, (laughs) that that makes no why. Like, it's almost like they, they want, they want the movies to go, like they want the movie to have a specific plot point, but they don't really know how to get there in a natural way. So they just Mm. do random shit to to get to the point they want to make. Right? That as well as like, just, just the changes they make to the source material again, which normally is fine, but it doesn't really make a lot of sense. So Michael Keaton is playing Bruce Wayne, but he looks totally different. Yeah. But then Aquaman looks exactly the same, right? Like I, fucking Wonder I, Woman
0: it, is in it for some dumbass reason.
1: She's in a
2: pre-flashpoint. Yeah, pre-flashpoint.
1: Everybody looks exactly the same except for Bat- Batman, who's played by three different actors, right? Why couldn't we <laughs> just have? Why couldn't we just have Michael Keaton play Thomas Wayne, right? Why couldn't we just Thank do that? You. Why couldn't we just have? Like, like it, it's the source. Like, like dog, hobby. To your point, like it solves yeah.
0: so many problems. Yeah. Literally, just making him Thomas Wayne.
1: Yeah. Why couldn't Why couldn't we have Reverse Flash? Why couldn't we have Eobard Thrawn in this? Like, I like. What was the point of the changes? And I think part of it as well is that just just the studio the studio issues, right? Another reason why I'm not watching. this. Because why why would I invest myself in something that I know there's really gonna be no real payoff because they're because they're rebooting the entire the entire freaking universe, which has nothing to do with Flashpoint. They're rebooting it because they have a new director, they have a new head of 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 create creative or whatever, right? So mm-hmm. it, it, nothing nothing in this movie, there's nothing of consequence in this movie that I should be excited about moving forward. Marvel does this. Marvel has horrible movies, right? Yeah. Uh, it, it does but we watch them because we know that it's connected to a wider, consistent story, right? DC just does not... You know what? Sorry, oh man, go ahead. I, I, and also it, Marvel's yeah, bad
2: yeah. movies, their floor is so much higher than DC's movies, right? Oh, so we just them more accordingly, because like Marvel's worst movie is definitely in the top half of the EU.
0: So we can we <laughs> can all say that like among <laughs> like some of the some of the bad Marvel movies, we'd probably say maybe Iron Man 3, Iron Man 2, Um, a debate could be made for Thor, Love, and Thunder. But at least those movies have some consistency to it. And here's the funny thing about Blast, the Flash movie. It's almost like they played themselves because the idea for rebooting the universe isn't needed. You know what I mean? Like, no one's really looking at uh, Robert Pattinson's Batman and gonna be confused if he's not in Batman the Brave and the Bold. Well,
2: no, people were confused. That was a big thing. And so, in in James Gunn's big statement, right, he, he made a point to say all the TV shows, movies... All the TV shows, movies, and video games are all going to be one universe, kind of like Star Wars. It's going to be one universe. And when we're outside of that universe, it's going to be clearly labeled DC Elseworlds like Robert Pattinson Batman. Because people were confused. Like, nerds were confused, but but normal people
0: were. but But you're proving my point, though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, James Gunn, being an intelligent person that he is, understands that Oh yeah, mm-hmm. the the smarks like us, like you know what I mean, or the people who understand comic books and movies, and um, who understand it, like you know, like uh, Batman and Batman Returns, isn't connected to The Dark Knight, which isn't connected to Robert right. Pattinson, like you know what I mean. So he mm-hmm. made it a point to say things like that, and when the series is rebooted again, they'll they'll make more statements about that. Um, The website I write for, which is a lower tier than IGN and CBR and comicbook.com, we're all going to report on the fact that, like, and have already reported on the fact that, going forward, these movies aren't connected to XYZ and ABC. So it's almost like The Flash was playing themselves, you know what I mean? And... Well, they but the thing is, why would because we, they had to because they yeah. spent
2: 200 million dollars on it so but yeah
0: but I
1: but mean
0: like...
1: go ahead go on, man no no go oh, ahead. I was gonna say, I'm, I'm, I'm with you it's just hey it, I, I forgot DC if you read the comic books again you you understand the elseworlds com um uh, uh concept that the the multiverse the DC Multiverse works differently in the Marvel multiverse even in yeah. the comic books and you could play with that like there's room for totally different stories like you know I'm talking about like a Batman by candlelight you could do all that and separate that from the, the main continuity or whatever like the main but you can uh, do that, uh, Earth but...
0: one but you can do that with but you can do that with Marvel as well though like you know what I mean like, like and this is one of the things where I hope that Marvel really understands understands what they have going on, because, like, yes, the majority of stuff that we see from Marvel is in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is Earth one nine 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 nine, and we can there can be different realities. Well, according according to Feige, it's six one six. Well, it's, but yeah, it's (laughs) it's six one six in the cinematic universe so yeah, there's yeah the comic, there's the there's the um infinite and if you're listening to this and you've gotten this far you understand this is some dorky shit but there's the marvel comics infinite universe and then there's the marvel cinematic universe infinite universe so yes kevin feige says that the cinematic universe is six one six. fine whatever Every both of us, all three of us here, have seen uh, into the spider verse or across the spider verse, right? Yes, yep. Um, I'm gonna go with Miguel O'Hara. Uh, when he says, like, don't get me started on that on um, that dork from universe 199999. I'm gonna go with that, <laughs> you know what I mean?
2: Well, the only 616 ref because they did say 199 before is in Dr. Strange when she's talking, when he's talking to Christine and she's like. Oh, you're from Earth six one six. That was the only reference that we got to that.
0: So I'm with uh, old man. Far
1: far from home as well.
0: Yes, far from home. When um, uh, Quentin Beck said he was from Universe six one six, when we find out that is another thing. But that's where one of the beginnings, like to Harvey's point, like you know, one of the beginnings of alternate realities. But that's the beauty of alternate realities. And one of the things DC Comics does is they first there's only fifty two Earths and then there's infinite earths and then there's only 52 earths and now we have infinite earths again. So like DC Comics plays with the idea that there are multiple universes and um Brandon I would I would assume you're the affinity when it comes to the um information on the CW universe but yeah, they melt the huh I watch all of them shows so they molded all of them together so like there's one universe that and that's why it was
2: so much better than the
1: movies. It was so fact, much better than the re- movies. The reason why the the DCEU Flash calls himself the Flash is because he got the name from the CW Flash.
2: Yes, because then they oh, did Flash. Crisis on Infinite Earths on the CW shows, and he ran into yeah. Ezra Miller, and that's how he said, like, "Oh, they called you the they called me the Flash." Like it was like his whole thing in there. But here is what I was gonna say, old man. So like the Elseworld thing is fine because. Those movies are successful, even though they might not be everyone's my, our favorites, like the Joker movie, whatever, but they're successful. But like Marvel doesn't do that because on its surface, it's just confusing, right? When you tell everybody everything's connected and then you're like, <clears throat> oh, look, Tom Cruise's Iron Man, you're going to be like, yo, what the fuck? But like if you see yeah. it in a cameo, you can kind of get it. But if you just see a whole movie of Tom Cruise's Iron Man, you're going to be like, what What the hell is going on, right? But in DC, right? I get it, right? So James Gunn is smart, right? He's calling it the D. DCU. The first movie in the DCU is Blue Beetle, which I'm actually excited about cuz the trailer is good. It yeah. totally uh, is. And I and love Blue Beetle. I,
0: can we just yeah, go ahead. can we just give a collective um thank you for all the tears when um George Lopez um took a giant shit on Batman being a capitalist? <laughs>
2: yes. Yes. So Blue Beetle's interesting because Blue Beetle was supposed to be an HBO Max movie and they were going through testing of the movie. And the, rea- and the reception to it was so great that they decided to move it off of HBO Max, up the budget, like up the special effects budget to make it look better, and do a motion picture release for it because the reception to it was so great. So that gives me some encouragement for that. That's the first movie in the DCU. And then going forward is all the ones that James Gunn listed. Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, uh, Icon. Was it? No, not Icon. Um, it was not something it. from... Something from Wildstorm, I forget, uh, which is supposed to be like the boys. <laughs> Apparently, it's like the DC version the, of the boys. The, the Authority, the Authority, yeah. Oh so it'll god,
0: be like DC. And let me tell you, like I didn't, I read one issue of Superman and the Authority and didn't realize it was in continuity, so I stopped reading it. But I read Superman um, War World, mm-hmm. where you get a where you get a look at like who the Authority is, and I. I'm not gonna lie, like I'm all in on the authority. I'm always, I'm, I've been a fan of Midnighter, and um fairly late. Yeah. I've been a fan of the Midnighter for about a year, maybe a year and a half, and I love him because he's. When people talk about everything that Batman is or should be, that's Midnighter, like you know what mm-hmm. I mean. He's genetically predisposed to having uh, prep time, like you know what I mean. And it's fucking cool. And, but he still loses. And well, not loses, but he gets beat up. Like, you know what I mean? But he also gets emotional. There's things to that. I like the idea of the authority and them creating some DC Comics going as far as creating something that's like the boys is a good idea because it separates them from Marvel. And I think yeah. once this, something like this happens, I truly believe that Marvel's going to have to change their game because marvel uh marvel max marvel comics max which doesn't really exist anymore and then dc comics black label are kind of similar in a lot of ways but dc if this is like the boys dc is actually bringing it to the media if marvel comics continues with the disney pg PG pg-13 kind of deal and doesn't go much further with that that's not really a good look because they had they've they've pretty much told everybody. But they are
2: they're doing Deadpool.
0: But what happens after Deadpool? Have they said anything other than that? Like sure, Deadpool three is going to be rated R. But yeah. what's
1: next? I well, think it depends so- on how successful Deadpool is. I mean, I think that I I I feel like this. I, I'll I want to say challenge you on this, old man, because I think you're making a lot of valid points. But I think one, I don't adult content isn't new for DC. If you've been following DC. I, and I'm not talking about just the comic books. I'm talking about their live action and animated stuff. Mm-hmm. You're so right. Other than You're the right movies the recently, I would say like the, the vast majority of content that comes from DC outside of comic books is adult-oriented. That includes the cartoons, right? right. That includes the TV shows outside of the CW, like Gotham. Um, and then Marvel, I mean, the first blockbuster Marvel movie was Blade. Right, that was rated R, and then yep. we have Deadpool, the Deadpool series, which is rated R. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think even um, I, I and I think even the the MCU in general has gotten a little, a lot darker, um, a lot more willing to show deaths mm-hmm. on screen. Um, Secret Wars, um, uh, uh, Multiverse of Madness, uh, The Last, uh, Guardians of Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Like, I think they've all been mm-hmm. growing with their audience. Um, so Guardians was dark. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, dark, right?
0: Hobby, like Javi, um, I just want to say just just for the just for the sake of uh, the podcast, I want to say that you're right. I never even thought about like all everything. Well, not in and, and beyond the fact that what you just mentioned about like Blade being rated R and stuff like that, I forgot how dark like Guardians of the Galaxy Three was. Like that was like I remember watching this in like being being like hey i wasn't ready for the emotional shots to the heart i was getting throughout the movie so you're right yeah. you're like yeah
2: and you can be Girl. dark without being rated r you you're can right, be adult oriented without being rated r and marvel does a good job with that like deadpool i personally think you could do a pg13 deadpool because the comic book is pg13 like it's just and people love the comic books but i'm okay with a rated r deadpool but everything doesn't need to be rated R because it's it's designed to be it's designed to be consumed by the masses. Like yeah. that's the entire point of it. And so DC puts themselves in the corner sometimes with that because you see the Joker, right? But like there's only so much you can do with, with that, even though people like that movie. There's only so much you can do with that. There's only so much you can have Robert Patterson back. You can do all these things, and then people just like uh, is this what you're gonna do? And all DC is this is why James Gunn is changing the shit up because all DC is done is dark, dreary shit. Like if you start from Nolan's Batman on, think about it. That that trilogy was dark. Man of Steel was dark. BVS was dark. Justice League was dark. The first Suicide movie, Suicide Squad movie was dark. It wasn't until
0: James Gunn <laughs> came in with the Suicide Squad. And Peacemaker, and he was like, Hey, can we turn the lights on here a little bit? We can be what's the
2: DCEU? What is their most successful movie money wise? It's Aquaman. Aquaman made a billion dollars. There was nothing dark about Aquaman, it was bright and colorful. That was the the most there's no (laughs) it made a billion dollars. Yo,
1: what Black Panther was a really decent movie when it comes to the DCEU? It's their most successful movie.
2: I think well, what, 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 was what are we talking? T- oh shit, acclaimed. you're right. Holy yes. shit, Aquaman made a billion dollars. Their best movie. That's to That's the me, only movie
0: that 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 actually made a billion dollars.
2: Yes, it's their only movie that's made a billion dollars, and oh. it wasn't dark. <laughs> their best critically acclaimed movie until Suicide came out. Suicide Squad came out was Shazam. That yeah. definitely so, wasn't dark. So
0: let <laughs> so, so also let's put things into perspective, just for the sake of argument. Um, Aquaman also came out, and I'm not going to count. Um, night uh Wonder Woman 1984 because that movie was completely trash. But Aquaman yeah. also came out um later than Batman v Superman. It came out later than all the other movies. So there was a higher ticket rate. Like you know what I mean? So there it, it was it came out after movies. So like the ticket the uh, ticket prices go higher. So there is some Yeah, but people was making a billion
2: dollars before there's no first of all, there's no reason why a movie with Batman and Superman, did not make a billion dollars. There is zero reason.
0: I, I don't so, Zero. <laughs> so, I, I, I,
1: but I think, that, I, I think that, there, there, there isn't a reason if it was a capable studio in charge, right? But the reason is us, people like us. Because I, I, I don't want, I know it's there, there isn't enough nerds in the world to have, get a movie to a billion dollars by themselves. But I remember when the Black Panther movie came out and people that didn't read comic books or people that weren't interested in it would would listen to people like us, right? They would ask us what we thought about the movies. We would hype them up on our social media, right? We, we Like we helped create the hype for some of these movies and not just us, you know, millions of people like us that, that were just talking about it, excited about it and got other people excited about it, right? But when it comes to movies like Flashpoint, people like us, we're not watching it because as much as people want to say they're superhero fatigue or sequel fatigue or whatever it may be, yo, we enjoy a story that we can go back to, right? Like we enjoy the fact that the MCU is a is a connected continuity, right? We enjoy that. Like we want to know what's going on with these heroes. We want to see the challenges and the team ups and the breakups and all the other stuff, right? We like the continuous stories. When it comes to the DCU, like it, it's they're changing. Because like it's almost like they it's like a fighter that that has you know that that's afraid of their opponent and they keep on switching up their strategy and it and it gets yes. boring and tired yes. and they lose because of that because there's no consistency like what why would I spend money and time watching a movie like The Flash when I'm already kind of wary about what the DCU is putting out right when I know right. that the Blue Beetle is right down the street. And it has probably nothing to do with what happens at Flashpoint.
0: You know what it is? You know what? A perfect example for this would be, like, when people like Chris Jericho keep mentioning the WWE, and the WWE is like, we don't give a shit about you. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like, move on. Stop talking about your ex. Mm
2: -hmm. I mean, they got a chance. They got a chance. But, like, they – Marvel started the MCU without any of their A-list characters. They didn't have any of them, right? So they had to focus on make, telling created, good
0: stories. They literally created a... And let's call it like it is. Iron Man is an A-list Avenger. Fine, whatever. But his comic books never did well. No. They, they and don't. Iron Man was not an A-list character in pop culture. No. At the, they, like, they, at the time. Robert Downey Jr., Disney, and Marvel... Marvel Studios made Iron Man an A-list character. The closest thing they had to an A-list
2: character when they started the MCU was the Incredible Hulk. That was the closest thing that they had because Iron Man was not one. Captain America in 2008 was not an A-list character in pop culture. Uh, Thor was not an A-list character in pop culture, and in general pop culture Um, at the time.
0: I'd honestly fight you on Thor being an uh, an A-list character only because... He's done because his character is definitely as well recognized. Not would say as well recognized, but because of his because of his mythos, he's well recognized. If that makes sense, the
2: mythos of Thor is known in pop culture, but the Marvel Comics character of Thor Odinson, it was not an eight like a pop culture where you just walk down the street and say, "Hey, what do you know about Thor in the comic books?"
0: Okay, yeah, 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 well, but people aren't gonna know. No one knew. But
1: the fantasy... you guys are making a great you guys are making a great point, right? Like but and this is this has been my beef with the D C movies from the beginning. Like I, I think Man of Steel was a good movie. I enjoyed Man of Steel. Like, I, you know, I I, I really, do too. Same. I really wish I really wish that D C started out with a flashpoint movie or a Blue Beetle movie or uh, you know, freaking Black Canary or something, right? Like, a character, right, that we that can help us build out the universe, right? Build up the stakes till we need a Superman, till we need a Batman, till we need a, 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 a Wonder Woman, right? Like, I think once you go Superman fighting a bunch of Kryptonians and you're destroying Metropolis, like, where do you go from
2: here? Well, like, maybe, I, well yeah, hold on, hold Man is Steel, on, I think on. all three of us enjoyed Man of Steel. Yes. But it was a bad choice. Of not even if even if you want to start with Superman because I get it like right? Superman was the first superhero right so it makes sense like in that sense to be like yo we're gonna start a universe with Superman because he is the first superhero but to kick off your universe with that version of Superman was stupid which <laughs> is why the first movie James Gunn is doing is a completely different version of Superman
0: uh. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna I was gonna debate what you were saying until you brought that up because I was gonna say that Superman is probably other Superman and Spider Man are probably the two most iconic comic book characters of all time. Yes. And so okay. so it's one thing. To, so I was like I was like so why don't you start off a universe with that? But now to your point, it makes sense when you're starting a universe mm-hmm. with a character. So now I so I I even I agree with Harvey's point even more. Where it's like, let's establish something that people may not know. And I think, Javi, your choice of saying Black Canary was fantastic. Because she's a character that can kind of explain everybody. Which is what Marvel did with Iron Man. Iron Man is a character that kind of explains everybody. And when people say, why are we getting the X-Men? Why are we getting the Fantastic Four? It's like... Because you need a movie and you need a character that explains everybody, and I honestly feel that. And now that we're talking about it, Blue Beetle may be that character that explains it all.
1: Yeah, and they start, and even though the the Blue Beetle character, Blue Beetle in his suit, this version of Blue Beetle is an extremely powerful character as his character development grows, right? But it gives us an opportunity, like with Iron Man, like anybody. Well, the technologies is crazy fantastic and and not possible in this world as we know it but anybody can put on a suit and you know whatever right like you can but then and you establish that that's a crazy piece of technology just dude's a billionaire oh man he must be able to do everything else anything he wants but then thor comes in right and crushes his little suit right like and you understand from from tony stark's perspective just how powerful some of these characters are Right when you have somebody say like like a black Canary for instance right you start off with her you know she's fighting low level people it, the, the the plot thickens people um, villains become more powerful and then through her eyes as a somewhat normal human being even though she does have a power set but you know she's not crazy powerful then we start seeing like Superman and Batman and all these crazy powerful characters. In their own respect, from her eyes, and it becomes it becomes. I think it makes it bigger, right, from a storytelling well, perspective.
2: Well, here's what I'll say. I actually did an article. Actually, not an article. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not talented like old man. I did a thesis on this in college, right? And I was talking about the difference between Marvel. you and-
0: say he's not as talented as the old man, and then just uh, fill up, finish it with I wrote a thesis.
2: Yeah, <laughs> thesis That's are a- like academic, <laughs> not entertaining. <Yeah. laughs> You're. You have to do. So,
0: it. You have to do. It. Yeah.
2: So. Marvel, right, and so I was talking about the differences between those, like, just in theoretically, right? So I think it was a philosophy class or something, I don't remember, right? But anyway, so, like, the whole and I was reading, like, and so I had to go back and, like, read, like, things from, like, Stan Lee and Jack Kirby when they were starting the Marvel Universe and, like, what their thought processes were. And then I was reading things from, like, Bill Finger and the people who started, like, the DC stuff. And so, so, basically... What I found out was like so like the whole point of Marvel was supposed to be like the view out of your window, right? Like a lot of the places take place in New York City if you think Come about it.
0: Through my window.
2: And the idea is like you see these people out of your window, Spider-Man, the Fantastic, they live in New York, they're, you know, it's just like this it's this grounded. I mean these people are super, but it's like it's the it's the world that exists, and all the characters in Marvel had flaws, right? They were all yeah. tragic characters. Spider Man, like the thing, like they all had these flaws and these tragic situations, and it was just like, and they're always fighting through that stuff, but it keeps coming back, right? And when you read the history of DC and how they they developed it, the whole idea of DC is that these characters are not your everyday people.
0: Yeah, that they are
2: gods among people. That they are they are there for inspiration they're supposed to be larger. Like Superman is supposed to be this beacon of hope. Wonder Woman is supposed to be this beacon of persistence and fighting and toughness. Batman, like they're supposed to be like, Batman's a regular person amongst gods, right? The whole point of DC is supposed to be like this high level God thing, right? And so the point of starting with, the only reason I disagree with y'all is the point of starting with Superman is why James Gunn is doing it is because the idea is that Superman inspired a world of heroes. Like the idea is like Superman people came out and found Superman, and then it is not only did it inspire heroes, but it inspired villains too. And so like there were people who want to come fuck with Superman and then there's people who want to be a hero as well because he's a beacon of hope. He's the man of tomorrow. He's inspiring everyone. I kind of so, feel like th- we're saying the same thing though. But here's what I was gonna say Zack Snyder Started with Superman, because that's what most people would do. That's why James Gunn's is doing it. That's what a lot of people, I mean, that's what they do. But he chose not to make Superman a beacon or of hope. He's like this alien person that destroyed a city and, and didn't give a fuck about millions of people dying. Right. And to the point that they brought it back up in all the subsequent movies. And like Batman v Superman is Batman's brooding in Gotham City because he turns on the TV and Superman's just destroying the fucking city where people are just dying. And Flashpoint, in Flashpoint, they have a scene where apparently Barry had his powers during the during Man of Steel. He was a young kid. He had this dumbass suit like Steve Urkel with like knee pads on and a
0: sock on his head and stupid um, shit. Yo, hold on, hold on, Brandon. It all makes sense now. This whole time, it was actually the Flash running around kidnapping motherfuckers in Hawaii. It makes sense now. What the, Edward Miller? (laughs) Damn it, Wade.